answer is coming. You're listening to The Watchers of Westeros. I am the king! A Game of Thrones podcast. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Fire cannot kill a dragon. Lion doesn't concern himself with the opinions of a sheep. I've also heard the phrase, Lannister always pays his debt. For the night is dark and full of terror. What good is power if you cannot protect the ones you love? We can avenge them. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Watchers of Westeros, a Game of Thrones podcast. We are now less than a week away from the premiere of Season 7 of Game of Thrones. Finally, after an extended wait, we get a shortened season. That doesn't seem fair. But who cares? It's going to be good. It's going to be great. We're finally get to see, getting to see some of the things that have been promised since the beginning. Uh, we've got loads to talk about this week here on the Watchers of Westeros. Get you set for Season 7. But first, introductions are in order. If you're new to the show or you've forgotten who we are, that can happen. My name is Dominic, and joining me, as he always does, it's my good friend and co-host, Kieran Duggan. Hello, hello, everybody. And I, I can't believe it when you said it there, less than a week. This is quite scary, I have to say, um, but very exciting because um, it's, it's, it's feel like, I feel like we've had to reschedule a lot now. And, uh, and this is sort of the first episode that comes out is actually going to be at quite a bad time for both of us for different reasons, <laughs> yeah. because we're going to be all over the place uh, traveling around the world. Well, you'll be traveling around the world. I'll be traveling my own country. But it's um, it, it, it's it. We're used to the April schedule, but it's here. It's 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 in July, and I'm actually very excited to get into this season now. And I think a lot of fans are getting pretty pumped up now, uh, particularly after the trailers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. We we talked about the trailers in previous episodes, and so we've got something uh, real special planned for this week. But yeah, I can mention it. Next week will be a little bit different, of course, because it is the uh, the premiere. I don't think we've ever been able to do a premiere quite <laughs> quite right. Uh, there's always been something, or, or there's, it's either the premiere or the finale. There's always something that messes it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, in uh, the first year we did this for season five, uh, we had Star Wars Celebration the week of the premiere. Uh, the uh, um, the last year, the week of the finale, I was flying to Ireland, so that kind of messed things up. And then next week, um, I'm going to be uh, down in California at the D23 Expo for Star Wars and stuff. And Kieran's going to be off doing his own traveling. But there will be an episode. It just may be a little bit different. You may hear some some new voices, some different voices, uh, some familiar voices. If you're if you're familiar with our other podcasting uh, exploits, you may uh, hear some familiar voices from that. So uh, do uh, do look forward to that episode. And then uh, for episode two, it should be back to just the two of us doing the things the old way. Uh but let's get into this episode. So what we're going to do for this episode is since we are going into the penultimate season, there's only a little bit of time left. We're going to do our Game of Thrones Deadpool. So we're going to go through each of the characters and we're going to say whether we think by the end of the season they will be dead or alive. And then when we do our season recap show... We're going to look back at our answers and see who was more right. Uh, we should we should wager on this. We should <laughs> we should we should have come up with a bet. How much should we wager? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, How much money have we got? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. have to sell the house. Maybe maybe, maybe we should, maybe we should ask uh, people listening to the show of what they think the the bet should be. What you know, oh, like God. what happens to the uh, to the person who uh, who loses? But anyways, let's. Uh, am I going to turn into Cersei and be like, I don't want to give the people the vote. We, we'll do it my own way. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just going to blow up the sept. Um, all right, <laughs> all right. Let's get into this. So we're going to start. Uh, we're going to start with I think a, a 
relatively, uh, I think this is one we're going to agree on. Uh, Cersei Lannister, Cersei Lannister. Kieran, will she be dead or alive by the end of the season? Well, I think um, if if Cersei makes it through the end of this season, I would probably that would probably be the one of the biggest shocks for me, um, probably in Game of Thrones history in a sense. Because I mean, how can she? How can she live past this season when all everything is against her at this stage? We've got a new threat of the White Walkers emerging in the north. It just doesn't seem like there's a place left for Cersei at the moment. So mm-hmm. unless something drastic changes, and to be fair, there's been the last couple of seasons when I thought season five, in the season five, Cersei, she's a goner and she stayed, she stayed alive. Season six, no way she's going to st- st- survive this. And yet she somehow ends up blowing up the set and now she's queen. So maybe, maybe we shouldn't completely rule her out, but I'm, I, I am going to rule her out so there you go I'm going <laughs> to stick to my guns she is dead I'm going to agree um, for a lot of the reasons that, that, that I think um, you put there but mostly because there's nowhere else for her to go at this point she's reached her ultimate goal you know and, and she yeah. got that she got what she wanted using some pretty um, dubious means so it's, uh, it's mm. time for this house of cards she built to come tumbling down and well, i'm gonna i'm gonna quickly interject dominic because uh-huh. i know this could easily be you just asking me first but i'm gonna get i'm gonna switch it up so we can do one each yeah yeah, a, yeah yeah so so because the next character we're going to be talking about is jamie lannister so rather than me spoiling it for you i'll let you just say dead or alive well I, I think i actually think jamie's gonna make it out alive i think we've seen uh, yeah i think we've seen enough of a redemption arc for him that he can get out of this season i don't think he survives the series but i think he has done enough to earn himself a shot at being part of the uh the final showdown with the white walkers so i i think he's gonna he's going to uh, he's gonna make it out alive i think he's i think he will strike the killing blow on cersei and i think he will then either join up with uh, Danny or John and uh, begin to make amends with either John or Tyrion. And uh, next season he'll be he'll be there. He'll be there fighting the White Walkers. I don't think he'll make it out of that, but I do think he can uh, he can make it out of this season. So over to you, dead or alive, Jamie Lannister, the Kingslayer. I think he's gone. I think he's gonna die at the end of this season and. And I'm not just saying that so I can be devil's advocate, but I am, I am saying it because since the beginning of the series, him and Cersei, I feel like their fate almost has been inextricably linked. Mm-hmm. Uh, just go back to that first episode with Bran in the Tower and the fact that really a lot of their actions has caused what has happened uh, to, to people like Ned Stark. You know, I feel like his his fall was in part because of what happened in that tower really and Definitely. uh and, and and trying to cover it all up so i in my view i think that he's gonna bite the dust at the end of this he's had he has had a small redemption story but you know i i i, I just feel like once in my mind he strikes the killing blow cersei i don't think he's going to make it out alive and i think it'll be one of those where how how does he redeem himself in the eyes of people like Sansa and John and Arya and all all of the other Starks and and Daenerys has no you know love towards the Lannisters. I know she has Tyrion. So, but other than that, you know, maybe I'll be proved wrong. But I'm thinking he's gone, I, I dead. Think, out see, you go. The reason I think he he can make it out alive is that you know Ned Ned Stark was honorable to a fault. You know, he was called the honorable fool. And so when he walked in at the end of Robert's rebellion during the sack of King's Landing and saw Jamie Lannister sitting on the iron throne having killed the mad king, Ned's um sense of uh morality is that Jamie should have died with Aerys Targaryen. And and so he viewed uh Jamie not just as a kingslayer but as an oathbreaker. And I think what we'll see here is that people like John and Danny and that sort of thing, they will maybe be more understanding than Ned of what needs to be done. And if uh, if Jamie can be a help to them 
in the fight against the White Walkers, I think they'll they their best their best route is to keep him alive but let's move on we've let's move on we've done so we've got the 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 lannister twins out of the way what about sir braun of the blackwater sir braun of the blackwater i i i don't think he's gonna make it this season to be honest i think braun i'm actually quite surprised that he lived as long as he has Mm -hmm. to be to be completely honest with you I felt like, particularly after the, the the Battle of Blackwater, that that could have been his end, and he and he somehow managed to stick around. Now, don't get me wrong; I love his character, and I think he he brings a lot of comedy value to the series, and and his relationship with the likes of Tyrion and even Jamie uh, to, in season six of Game of Thrones that that was really funny, and it, and he and he still has that brash quality and personality, but I again. Because of, because he's tied to the Lannister forces, I just don't see it. Um, but the only the only one thing that could possibly save him is Tyrion. That's the only thing that could keep him around if uh-huh. if Danny views him valuable and Tyrion can sort of stand up for him. But I I don't know. I feel like he his fate again is very much linked to more Cersei and Jaime at this point, and I don't see his, him having a place in uh, Danny's world. But what? What do you think? What's I, your view? I'm going with alive again. I think he can make. I think he's survived this far. He can make it out of uh, out of this season at least. Again, I just think that that um, John and Danny and everybody going forward, they're going to need. It, it's very when the when the White Walkers come in force next season, it's going to be very much all hands on deck, and uh, they're going to need anybody and everybody they can find and i think for the show in order to show just how powerful the white walkers are it would be beneficial to have characters like braun and jamie around whose arcs are more or less completed but we know them as warriors um and having the white walkers be the ones to kill them i think would sell help sell the white walkers as a as a truly credible threat because Really, who have the White Walkers killed so far? A bunch of extras, bunch of extras, and um, uh, Blood Raven, uh, the the three eyed three eyed Raven. So it, it not mm. not no nobody too major, nobody that fans are really connected to. And I think having Braun and Jamie and people like that go down would uh would uh, help show just how dangerous these guys are. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. So over to you then for Tyrion Lannister. I think this could be uh, one that we may agree on. Yeah, I think he makes it out alive. I don't see what purpose his death serves at this point. I think he. Uh, I think he. We've talked about it before. Where I think part of the 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 overarching themes of uh, and uh, and message of this is story is people of a uh, of a younger generation coming together to fix the mistakes of the previous generations and i think Tyrion represents that as the as he really is the um he he represents a, a Tywin's greatest failure quote unquote you know put air quotes around failure uh because Tywin uh, Tyrion's probably Tywin's greatest accomplishment, but Tywin, Tywin could never see him as anything but a dwarf. And I, and so I think having Tyrion be part of this new world uh, that's being built is uh, is is crucial. So uh, he's going to make it out of this season. I think he makes that out of the out of the whole series. Yeah, I think I would agree with you on both those points. To be honest, so I'm saying alive. Um, I, as you say, he's such a pivotal character to this series, and I, I, I like your reasoning linking it to sort of Tywin in his mind is his greatest failure, but really it's his greatest accomplishment. Um, and and I, I, I think that he makes it out alive for sure. Definitely. All right. So next, next up we have Missandei, the uh, translator of Daenerys Targaryen, dead I, or alive. I think she's dead. She's I think dead. she's going to be one of the characters that is a, um, I mean, I have to say, I'm looking at my list here. I've got a lot of dead <laughs> you're people. Killing, you're killing the whole cast I'm, this season. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I think you raised this good point last time we were on here, which was that there's, it, Danny needs to face a, a testing battle before she, she uh, engages Cersei's forces at King's Landing. Mm-hmm. And I think the perfect opportunity for that will be, as you said as well, with Euron Greyjoy, somebody's going to have to die. And I think that... Because of the, the close relation 
that we've sort of seen between her and Grey Worm, I just think that that's got to be one of the mo- that one of the the knock-on effects of, of the of the of whatever happens at this battle. That's got to be one of the hits because then it kills two birds with one stone. Where you kill one of them, and then also it means that the other one could be resentful to the rule that mm. Danny has imposed. That's how I think it could play out. I because uh, because Game of Thrones isn't mm. happily ever after. That's my view. Oh yeah, definitely. I agree with everything you just said, except I think that Missandei will make it out alive because Grey Worm, who is next on our list, Ooh. is going to die. He's he's going Go to. Why, why I take take everything you just said <laughs> about about um, Danny needing to uh, face a challenge and Euron and all of that. Take everything you just said, but just uh, flip Missandei and Grey Worm, and I think he's uh, he's going to go down uh, in a um, dramatic sacrificial death. He's going to sacrifice right. himself well, for Danny. I, I've got to say alive for Grey Worm. Alive, so, all right. Because <laughs> we've both said the same thing for different characters. Yep. Very exciting here. I don't think we, there's only two that we're dead certain on. The rest have all been different. Yeah. I, I think we're going to agree on this next one. Daenerys Targaryen, alive, I think. She's got to make it to next yeah. season. I, there's not really much more to say on that other than she's uh, she's going to be around. This next one, though. This next one, though. Varys. Is Varys going to make it out of this season? I, I'm still waiting to find out his exact significance in all of this, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because he's a very, very astute, in a way, deceitful character as well. Um, so, yeah, the qualities to Littlefinger, although they're different, there are a lot of contrasts, there are a lot of similarities. And, and one of them is that they, they hire... A lot, of, a lot of their true feelings, um, and I, I, if I need to find out, I feel like I have to find out more about exactly what role he's going to play in all of this. Because if he's just going to be an advisor to Danny, I don't see him lasting this season. But if there's more to this sorcerer's history, and maybe he has some powers, or there's this relationship with, we'll, we'll see possibly with Melisandre if he interacts with her, because he really despised the Stannis Baratheon and, 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 and the ideology that he espoused during that uh, time when he went to invade King's Landing. I, I think that he is going to make it. There you go. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna survive this season. I think there's more to him, and it would be. I'd be disappointed if he bit the dust this season. Yeah, I agree. I, I think there's there's more to be told with this story. I was I've been rewatching uh, season six in uh, in the build up uh, to season seven here, and I I was just watching the episode The Door, uh, which everybody remembers for the Hodor stuff at the end. But there there's really interesting scene between. Um, Tyrion, Varys, and this red priestess, Kinvara, who comes to the the temple and and meets with Tyrion and and Varys. And Tyrion wants her to go around and spread the good word that that Danny is is bringing freedom to the free cities um, of Marian. And when Kinvara basically agrees, Varys kind of steps in and gets really all skeptical, starts playing the skeptic on her, starts asking her, you know, well this other red priestess said that Stannis was the was the king was the was the prince that was promised and all that and then Kinvara sort of goes on about she knows what happened to Varus and she talks about how after Varus was cut his uh, parts shall we say were thrown into the fire and that a voice spoke and that she sort of implies that she knew knows uh what what the voice who the voice belonged to and what the voice said and then it's kind of she kind of sort of like says where do your lo- loyalties lie Varys like she kind of asks him and so in in it's, it's sort of the impression I've gotten from from reading the books and from some some from some more uh, active book readers is that there's more to Varys's story than the show has shown so far and so mm. I wonder if there's there's if he's hiding something if there's some something about Varus that we don't know yet and and i hope to find out i hope that that wasn't a, a throwaway line i hope that there is something that we'll find out what uh kimvaro was talking about in that scene although 
uh, considering we've left Marie and it, it seems unlikely unless we do get a scene, like you said, between Melisandre and Varys and maybe it's just something that just all red priests and priestesses know what, what was said. Um, so I'm, I'm curious if uh, what's, uh, what's to come with Varys, but I, I, I'm agree, I agree with you. I think he makes it out alive. Uh, another one I think we'll probably agree on, although maybe I'm, I'm not, maybe I should, maybe I'm speaking too soon. Sansa Stark, Sansa Stark, dead or alive? I think she makes it. I mean, she she's too important. I think at this stage mm-hmm. to to not have her around. I feel like her story again is an interesting one. In the course of the series, it's really evolved from the sort of perhaps you could argue an annoying uh, girl who's been very privileged in her life, and then she's gone through all of these trials and tribulations. I mean, that's putting it mildly. Uh, yeah, she's gone through horrific experiences since season one and uh, she's now coming up to that point where she's on the rise and she's going to become very powerful um and because again we look at the sort of uh link between jamie and cersei about their fates and i think sansa and littlefinger is similar in one sense that um the 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 the, the, their future the, the future story arc of those two characters is very entwined um, and I think that she is going to have a part, as you probably agree, in... Uh, well, I don't want to give away Little World, because I think it's going to have a little thing. But anyway, that's all I'm going to say at this point. Sansa, she's got a lot more character development, in my opinion, so she's going to stick around. And yeah, I think you're going to agree. Yes, I, I agree. I think she's going to make it out alive. I, I think there's there's enough left in her story that it it, um, it spreads to, to next season. And uh, like they like they say in the trailer, the... the um, the pack survives the lone wolf dies but the pack survives and i think uh i think that bodes well for the starks this season uh next up we've got brienne of tarth i'm gonna say alive i i don't see what purpose killing her has just yet i think she maybe fits in with um jamie and Bronn with what i was saying about having characters around who we know are great warriors uh so that some of them can fall when the white walkers come in earnest so i i think i think brienne is safe for one more season how about you brienne of tarth dead or alive i think she'll be alive i i agree and and really her we talk about fates and the story arcs are sort of very similar together but her her sort of role now her purpose is very much linked to the starks since cat Stark. Kathleen Stark had sort of given her, uh, I think, sorry, Brienne agreed to that oath that was given by Kathleen Stark to look after the Stark children. And I, I, I think that she'll still be around as long as they are. And, uh, and she will act as their protector. I think she will succeed in what she does with that. Um, I don't think she'll bump into Jamie, to be honest. But then maybe what you were saying earlier about Jamie surviving. That could be interesting to see those two come back up. Maybe that does give Jamie a reason to come back as well. But for that to happen, Brienne's got to stay alive. But I think Jamie will die, but I think Brienne will stick around. All right. So next up, um, again, I think John we're, we're gonna we're gonna agree. <laughs> yeah, John Snow. I I don't think John is gonna die twice um, unless it's a big sacrificial thing. Maybe at the end of the show. But I think John will make it out of this season. Yeah, I think we can both agree on that. Need not say more, really. I think John <laughs> is as crucial as Danny is at this point to the rest of the series. Yes. They killed him once, they won't do it again. Agreed. All right, uh, next up we've got John's uh, John's buddy at the wall, the current Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. We've got Dolorous Ed. Ed, is Ed going to make it out alive, Kieran? He's dead. <laughs> he is dead. He'll be one of the first casualties as soon as the walkers come over that wall. I mean, I feel for him a little bit to be given such a such a grand title, you know, and uh, and to finally get into that sort of position of power. And yet, he he will be remembered for being the one that let the walkers in. So yeah, he's gone. Can you see a way of him sticking around? Uh, I can see him getting out of this season. But I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna say he makes it out. I think, um, 
Ooh. Actually, no, no, I don't think he makes it. I think he's, I think he's done for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my answer. I think he's, I think he's done. Uh, as much as, as much as I like the character, I think he is. I think his time is up. All right, next up we oh. got Tormund Giants Bane, the Wild. What do you, what do you think about that one, then, Dominic? You can go first this time. I don't. I think. I think. I think Tormund will fall this season. I think that's, I think uh, I think no. we, we, when we see John go out beyond the wall, I I have a I I worry about all the characters who aren't John who are going out there. So I I think mm. Tormund is is done. I um I think I have to agree with you on this one. I think he will die. There are a lot of characters in this list that I would have thought actually uh, would have died last season to be mm-hmm. honest and yeah. particularly in that battle of the bastards and the fact that so many of them made it through was a little bit shocking to me and it means that there's going to have to be a big catch up and I think you're right which is uh, your theory uh, being worried and concerned about the characters that are going to be going over the wall because part of the reason I imagine they're keeping them around is again to have that massive impact about look, look everybody this is what the white walkers can do doesn't matter what character you are you'll you'll die and i think that's the best way to have them put the message home home um hard home was good to show the scale of the devastation but now they're going to try and hit us i think emotionally and say look here we go you like torment he's gone you like <laughs> whoever else he's gone mm-hmm. um you know, I, I do you sort of see where I'm coming from with that, yeah. or not? Oh, really? yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I think that's that's what that's what some of these characters are are there for now. Uh, their stories are pretty much done. You know, Tormund last season he is the one that convinced the Wildlings to fight alongside Jon Snow to retake Winterfell, and I think you know his his journey from uh you know kind of kind of crazy wildling to you know really the the leader of the wildlings in a lot of ways uh or at least the representative of the wildlings i think um i think it's i think he's i think it's done i think he's he's got nowhere else to go but uh six feet under <laughs> uh speaking of characters that we thought might not make it out of season six because of the battle of the bastards we've got sir davos sir davos i think he's i think if he survived last season he's going to survive this season um, I think mm. Sir Davos is a lock to make it through the entire show. I think I think he I think he's uh, I think he's a, I think he's safe at this point. I think Liam Cunningham has got two more years of work on Game of Thrones locked in, lined up. I think he's safe. What about you? I yeah, I, I thought we were going to disagree on this one because I thought you were going to say he would die, but I I think he's going to stick around as well. I think I, he's he's. Very interesting how he's become such an iconic character, really, of this uh-huh. series. He's become a fan's favorite, and I think Liam Cunningham's performance really enhanced the character. Um, and he, since season two, really, we always knew he was a nice guy, and, and he was doing what was best for people. He saved Gendry, and he would disobey Stannis' orders, even though uh, he knew that he would be punished for it. So I... I'm with you. I think if he has, if he if he made it through last season, and he's gonna be he's gonna be there till the end, mm-hmm. um, and I hope so because otherwise, uh, well, <laughs> this is the kiss of death now. But I'd be very <laughs> upset if Sir Davos was to die. Yep, yep. Uh, but what about this one, Dominic mm-hmm. Melisandre? Dead, 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 dead. Even though she, even though she brought back John, she still murdered she still burnt a child alive she's got to go she got to go um i i don't know what her uh you know i think she has a role to play this season i don't know what that is i'm I, you know she's been banished and maybe maybe her and and thoros of mir are gonna meet up and, and exchange some notes maybe um you know maybe she'll be there to help explain some stuff about certain prophecies and that sort of thing uh when uh when john and danny meet but i uh i i i don't see her getting out of this one i didn't see her getting out of last season either but uh you know (laughs) i i i'm gonna i'm gonna double down and bet that she is she's out this year i would have to agree i think her time is coming to an end she should have gone last season, in my opinion. But then there is still that 
potential meetup with Aria again. Yeah, I, that there's has still, to happen. There's still leftovers, as we talked about earlier, with possibly Varys. Uh-huh. But, you know, we don't, I know they haven't met in person, from what we know at least, but there are there are little strains left of her character which makes it viable for her to stick around this season but like you were saying can you really envision her after everything she's done sticking around after i think you're right she'll be the key to maybe helping john um perhaps uh and uh, and his companions find out uh, the best way to defeat the white walkers but don't think she'll be around much longer to to live to tell the tale yeah, yeah. Another uh, another red red priest. We have Thoros of Mir. Um, uh, kind of like uh, kind of like Tormund. I think he's I think he's done. I think he's uh, I think he's out. I think he, this is his last season. We hadn't seen much of him since uh, since season three, but he popped up again last season. And I think um, when we see him out beyond, fighting beyond the wall, I think uh, I think that's it. I think his uh, his flaming sword can only last so long. So, Thoros of Mir, done. Another agreement on this one. I think he's gone. If he goes up beyond that wall, he's not coming back. Um, it's a shame to have to say that on some of these characters, <laughs> and now I feel like we're killing a lot of them off. But I just, I just don't see how we can survive after this, really, because they're going to be on the front lines. They have to be the ones to sacrifice themselves in a way to, um, because the White Walkers surely are going to get through. And if they're up beyond that wall, then I just don't see how they're going to stick around. It will be a great fight. It will be a fantastic spectacle to watch, but it will be, it'll be heartbreaking at the end. It'll be, I won't be able to save another life. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to speak about this person's life, so maybe I'll just give that my answer away on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually got my got my uh, faces confused there at, at the trailer. Uh, it's actually it's not Thoros with the flaming sword. It's Beric Dondarrion. Um, but it doesn't matter if they're both dead. I think, <laughs> I think they're they're both <laughs> goners. Cruel. They're both gone. <laughs> we are cruel, but I, again, I have to agree with you. Similar reasons, really. Off you go, Beric. Off you go, Forrest. Mm-hmm. See, right. see you in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. All right, this one is a little bit is a, is a little bit tougher. Sir, uh, Sir, uh, not Sir, uh, just Sandor Clegane, the Hound, dead or alive at the end of this season. This is tough. This is tough. At the end of season four, it was pretty clear with the exchange he had with Arya that he wasn't gone completely. And it was a it was it was more of a shock to see him when he did come back in season six because a lot of time had passed and it was a very strange episode that he came back in. But can I see him doing past this season? There's a part of me that does, you know. Uh-huh. There's a part of me that does because again, he's another redemption type character and he's going up there with you'd imagine He's going up, up to up the up to the north with uh, the the with the brothers, the, the oh, Brother, I, brotherhood, without, brotherhood without brotherhood banner, banners, without banners. Without banners. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, I think he's he's gonna. Yeah, because he, he, he's one of those characters that he's he's still got something to offer, and at the end of season six, he's he seemed like he. He had a different quality to him than he than he did when he was under the Lannisters' rule. When he was trying to train Arya, I think there's a place for him. So I'm going to say he sticks around for another season. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? I, I, I agree. I, I think he can make it. I think he's one that can make it out. Um, I he may go. Does he go? Does he go to the battle beyond the wall? I can't remember from the trailers. I can't, but I haven't seen him anywhere else. And, uh-huh. and, the, and the last time we saw was with the the, bro- the Brotherhood. So unless he bumps into Arya, uh, <laughs> if he bumps into Arya, I think he's got an even better chance of staying around this yeah. season. Because well, the thing the thing is, if he goes beyond the wall, yeah. Well, the thing is, when when he came back and he was with that sept, or that septon, um, the guy said, you know, the gods aren't done with Sandor Clegane. And so there's something more to him. He's still got 
something to do. Now that could be taken care of this season. There, there's no reason that, that, you know, just because they they still have a role to play doesn't mean that role is, uh, is necessarily uh, means that they're going to make it out of the season. But I, I, I think, I think he can make it out. I think there's, there's, there's more here at play. So I, I think uh, the Hound will be alive by the end of this season. All right. What about his brother, the Mountain, Sir Gregor Clegane? And let's be real. Te- technically, he's already dead. He's kind of a zombie at this point. Um, <laughs> the zombie Clegane. Yeah. But I mean, he's. If, if Cersei's going to die, I think he's going to die too. Yeah. I'd agree. I would agree. There's I think not really he, a, um... There's not really a place for. Uh, the mountain who rides uh the resurrected mountain who rides without well he uh, can't be he he can't be controlled without cersei really in my mind he's sort of like a uh, he's unpredictable he's like a loose animal you know you let him out the cage and then there's no stopping him so i i agree i think if cersei goes he's gotta go he's gotta go yeah i think how they're gonna kill him would be interesting but (laughs) Yeah, that's a but good... he will he will die some way. Maybe it's something to do with the dragons. That could be a way to kill him off. But... Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. Um, another character here's here's one uh, I'm just adding to the list now that I just thought of. Kyburn, Kyburn, yes, the, man, the the current hand of the queen, who uh, who resurrected the mountain. Uh, I don't think uh, I think if Cersei goes and the mountain goes, uh, Kyburn goes too. I think he's done uh, cronies go with cersei yeah so bye bye kyburn <laughs> all right um what about alaria sand the widow of oberon martell i mean if she lives it past next season <laughs> i would be furious <laughs> she should have gone she should have gone last season in my opinion. yeah and, and to be honest and this whole sand snakes thing i don't really understand I, yeah. I i half understand in the sense that dawn is a place it's kind of we haven't really seen it in the show it's still important you know yeah. it's it, it's still a big part of westeros but I just don't really like the fact that those characters are the ones heading it. Yeah. Just a bizarre storyline that has made very little sense and has been very convoluted throughout the series. Yeah. The, 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 the Dorn she's not going to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Dorn storyline has not been handled well, but because it's been introduced, they have to deal with it. Um, but yeah, I think, I think she's done. And I think um, our next, uh, our next uh, group, um, all three of the sand snakes are done too. I think Dorn, and it's a shame because I think um, you know, in, in this new world, there should be representatives from each, uh, uh, from from each of the current seven kingdoms uh, in Danny's uh, in Danny's crew. But uh, it it seems that the uh, lack of popularity surrounding the Dorn characters, uh, at least the surviving ones, means that. Uh, those characters aren't likely to make it out so i i think yeah both alaria and all three sand snakes are done what about you what do you think about the sand snakes you, you can mm-hmm. cheat if you want and say like two survive i won't ask you which two um or two die uh, do i think there's an inkling that one could make it but uh, i'm gonna say they're dying to be honest because i'd like to think that if alaria Ilaria goes that I don't really see what sort of place they have mm-hmm. um, in Westeros to be honest I'd, again they're ones that they, they could easily have gone before but they're still around so I'm hoping that someone will kick them off the boat or something and then they drown <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, they are gone alright uh, next up we've got Lady Olena Tyrell <laughs> I really don't want her to die, but again, she's the last surviving member of her house. Her children, her 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 future, the future of that house is pretty much dissipated. And although she's very astute and clever, I think she, I think she's going to get undone at the end by something or someone. I don't know who. I don't know if it will be Cersei who has a play in it, or Littlefinger. I don't know how that would really happen, but I know they had that whole conversation. Who knows? 
someone's going to have dirt on her, and I think is is going to come back to bite her at some point. But mm. either way, she's she she's not going to survive next season. I don't see it. Yeah, because what do you it, think? It, even though even though she's a fun character and, and we like her as a character, she does kind of represent the old way. You know, her and Tywin mm. would were sort of would you know spar with their words, so to speak. And, and so it 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 seems odd in this new world to, um, you know, have her be a part of it. Yes, there need to be people who learn from the old old guard and and i think Tyrion definitely represents that and 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 john and, and sansa to to certain extents um john definitely um but uh do we need an actual representative of that old guard i don't know i i, I i'm this is what i'm really on the fence on because her story seems to be largely done i mean it, all that's left is, is a revenge play on um on Cersei because her house is is basically dead. They were basically almost all killed when the when the sept blew up last season. So yeah, I'm. I I, I think she's I, I I yeah I think this I'm gonna go with the safe bet, which is that she dies. I think she's done for this season. Okay, next up we've got Randall Tarley, the uh, father of Sam, uh, dead. Dead, 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 dead. I, I, I think, um, I think we see in I the trailer. I forgot he was still around. To be yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't think Sam's gonna kill him or anything like that. But uh, I think um, his men will go up against Danny at some point, and he will be burned by a dragon. Yeah, <laughs> that's a death I would like. I, I generally did. <laughs> I think I forget him because we haven't seen him in the trailers or anything like uh-huh. that, and. And it was a bit like when Euron came on the trailer, and I thought, yeah. "Oh yeah, he's sort of oh, yeah, he's knocking around. around a bit." And then Randall was just—it was a, again another in, weird story that sort of came in the middle of season six, but then nothing really happened. Uh-huh. I know it introduced a plot point, I guess, but it just seemed quite late in the day to be introducing these new stories. But hopefully, there'll be some payoff in season seven, a bit like what we'll see with Euron Greyjoy. Uh-huh. So is he dead or is he alive at the end of the season? Oh, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Did that not give that away? Sorry. He's gone. He's Goodbye. gone. All right. What about Gilly? What about Gilly? Gilly, she'll make. Uh, oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I, 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 I nearly went a bit brashly in saying that. I think she's going to die. I've changed oh, her mind completely now. She's dead. I, ooh, I I disagree. I think she's fine. I think her and Sam will be fine and they'll head back to the wall. I think if there's one character who gets some kind of happily ever after, it's Sam. And Sam and Gilly. Uh, if, if anybody's going to... I, I thought that, but th- this is the only thing that makes me wonder why Randall's even back in the first... Like, why is he even here? What's he going to do? Uh, is yeah. it going to be the so classic damsel in distress where he threatens her but she gets saved at the end of the day or will something actually happen yeah. I don't know I just worry because she has Sam because they have the baby and that mm. oh, I don't want anything to happen to the baby but I yeah. could see something then happen to the mother and then Sam has to look after the baby on his own yeah that you make a, com- you make a compelling you make a compelling argument I I I, I definitely see where you're coming from, but I'm gonna stick with that she makes it out. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, um, maybe go with my heart instead of my head and say that she makes it out. So Gilly alive. I hope she does. Yeah. I hope she does. Sam. What alive. do you think? I oh alive. There's no way he dies this yeah. season. There's no way. I think he's gotta, he's gotta learn something about the White Walkers, and head back to the Wall to tell John. I think that's that's what's that's what there's what that's what's left for Sam's story, and I think I actually think Sam's a lock to make it out of the series. And when the show ends, he'll be the the maester of Castle Black or something like that. Well, you, you put my answer for me before I've even had a chance to say <laughs> it. How dare you? But I I do agree that Sam. Well, if he's going to be the key, I think is I know I said I talked about Melisandre as possibly being a key, but I think Sam is going to have a a, a big say in what goes down up in the north because what he learns from his research is really going to help out John 
and whoever else is alive with him at this point we're saying not many people but you know it's 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 going to be the knowledge that he learns about the white walkers which will help help save westeros in my opinion which would be great because uh-huh. everyone sort of looked down at sam over the course of his career and said oh he can't do anything he's he's too fat he's too slow but you know what he knows he knows how to think he knows how to read and i think that will be is uh, say that will be what helps save Westeros. That's my big prediction. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think it was last season when Randall said to him something about you know reading about the accomplishments of uh, better men. Well, that reading is going to be what saves the world. All right, you're on Greyjoy. You're on Greyjoy, dead, 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 dead. <laughs> He, I, there's, there's no, there's no world in which Euron Greyjoy makes it out of this season. He, um, not a, not a possibility. No, not, not even the slightest. No, I don't think, I don't think there's any way. I think he's, like we've talked about, he represents that, that first real challenge for Danny on her, uh, on her road to reclaiming her birthright. Uh, so I, I think, uh, I think Euron is a dead man. What about you? Yep, agree, completely agree. Um, I feel like there was a lot of potential with his character, actually. If he'd been brought in earlier in the series, yeah, I'd look at him as a bigger threat, but a, a bit like with Randall, I just... Maybe they'll do something to make me change my opinion in Season 7, but it just seemed like they were throwing more characters in to be like, crap, the series is wrapping up, but we, we still need to hold back before we get the White Walkers in, so let's stick on you yeah. and let's stick in Randall. And it's like... A lot uh, of the... I know Season 5 wasn't helped, I think, because they had to really slow it down because they were worried they were going to overtake the book. But then as soon as they said, oh, screw it, we're going to start doing that, then it's like they just threw in characters willy-nilly a little bit. And it just uh, could have been dealt with better personally. But yeah, I agree. He's dead. He's gone. Yeah. yeah. I think I think Euron kind of feels like an afterthought in a way. More so mm. more so than even... He was in the books, wasn't he? If I'm correct. Yeah, he, he pops up in, in book four um right and, and so he, he, he's it seems like maybe in the books he's a little bit more of a, a credible threat but here it kind of feels like yeah he, he was sort of tacked on even more so than than randall tarley like randall tarley at least they talked about him beforehand whereas yeah, euron true. doesn't really get talked about much in the show and uh, you know the way the iron island stuff was really dropped after season three um you know we had a brief appearance by yara in season four but it it really went. It was it was so it was put on the back burner for so long that by the time we got back to it this season, it, you know it it almost could have it almost would have been easier um, to just do the king's moot, have uh, have Yara win, and just you know just agree to go with Danny anyways. <laughs> you know, like it, the the Euron stuff. You know, it, it makes it it does make it more compelling and more interesting. But it does feel a little bit like oh yeah, I guess we need so we need a new threat now that can't that isn't mm. ramsey or the white walkers or cersei so you're on here you go yeah well this is it i feel like with ramsey it was almost like oh we don't need one with joffrey oh we don't really need one and then it's sort of like oh crap we're running out of villains we're gonna get somebody else in to yeah. take over and it's like ah, it didn't quite work out but never mind he's gone anyway so we don't have to worry about that mm-hmm. yeah pretty much <laughs> but go on in go on in dominic next one yara Greyjoy. yeah i i think i i think yara makes it out alive i think she's i think she's good i i think uh i think she falls into that category i was talking about earlier that they need some uh some known warriors from previous seasons to make it to the final season so that some of them can die uh, a lot of them, probably. So I, I think she lives for this season. What about you? Oh, I was so close to saying dead, but you, your reasoning and line of thought has sort of persuaded me a little bit the other way. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna stick with what you, how you've justified it, I guess, and say she's gonna stick around for another season. I really like her character. Uh-huh. Again, another character whose development just became a bit stunted really because they just ignored her character i think there was a lot of potential in season four to maybe follow yara a bit more at the end of season three when she was like i'm gonna go and get theon i'm gonna save him everyone's going go on yara yes and then it's sort of like 
season four it failed, and then season six she sort of just came back, and then you know Euron took over, and it's all been a bit. Oh, she hasn't quite lived up to it. She's got more more character story left in her. So I'm with you. You persuaded me, Dominic. She's sticking around for another season. <laughs> All right. So, what about her brother, Theon Greyjoy? Is Theon going to get his comeuppance? Or uh, well, although he pretty much already got that in a big way. Yeah, he has. He's gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm going to say alive. I think he's got he's got a season left in him. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be hanging around with Danny a lot. But surely there's got to be that sort of reunion with the Starks. Feel like that's necessary for his character yeah, to sort I... of get that final redemption. And, mm-hmm. and at the moment, in season six, he's going to be hanging around with Danny a lot in the South. Don't really think he's going to get many opportunities for that. I think he's going to come over one obstacle in season six, which is Euron Greyjoy and his past with the Iron Islands. And then maybe he'll even reject it completely and think, no, Stark is where I'm at. Well, he says... That will help persuade him to go to the North. He said last season, you know, his his real father died when they cut off Ned Stark's head. So I I think he he probably feels... You know, I've been thinking about this because we do see him and Sansa that he, he, you know, I think Sansa has forgiven him for, you you know, on on an emotional level, at least she's forgiven him. Um, and and so the does he need more than that mm. from the Starks? And if he were to die this season, I think the case could be made that he got his redemption from the Starks when yeah. Sansa. Well, he might meet John. Le- Actually, he probably will meet John, won't he? Yeah, yeah. And, and so I I I'm torn, but I think he makes it out of this season alive. I think Theon survives. Next up, we have speaking of the Starks. Uh, one of uh, Theon's uh, alleged victims, although we know f- that he didn't actually kill this man, Bran Stark. Brandon Stark. Uh, I think it's pretty safe that he's going to make it out of this season. I think he's going to be alive at the end of season seven. What about you? Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. If, if Bran doesn't make it, then I would be. That would be a shock. That would be a huge shock after everything that he's gone through and everything that he's been doing beyond the wall. He he is key to this. He's gonna he's gonna make a difference. I think. Um, in 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 terms of the of well, he's gonna be key in terms of the of, of announcing the threat of the White Walkers and helping them come over the wall. But the knowledge that he has of John and and the parenthood. That's huge. That's huge, and and also that Stark element, that Stark reunion is necessary. Uh-huh. Brand's got to Brand's got to be there. Uh, he's gone through a lot in his life, so he's he's he deserves a bit of a break. He'll make it through <laughs> the season. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. What about his traveling companion, Mira Reed? Is there a future for Mira after this season? Nope. Nope, no. nope, nope, and nope. I don't think so. I think she's dead? I thought I thought she was going to die last season, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, with, with uh, you know, Hodor was a big shock because I thought it was going to be Mira that was going to be the one <laughs> to sacrifice herself. Um, and I was a little bit disappointed, but never mind. Um, do I, I? I just don't see what else she's going to do once she gets back. Yeah. I think her purpose has been to help Bran be on the wall, take him to the Free-Eyed Raven, protect him on his route back. And then I think something's going to happen to her um, when she returns to the wall. I th- I don't know what it is, but that's my view. I think she she has more to do because who is the one survivor of the tower of joy who's the one other person alive who might know the truth about uh john snow not suspect it like Littlefinger and varus but know definitively that ned stark took Lyanna stark's child after she died and chose to raise it as a, as his own to protect him from robert the one person alive is Howland Reed, Mira's father. So I think 
Mira will have to go fetch her dad at some point and get him, convince him for whatever reason that he, he's been kept keeping quiet and keeping to himself for so long and convince him to get involved and help prove who John truly is. And for that reason, I think she's going to make it out of this season alive. Well, I hope, I hope you're right. I do, I, okay, I said that I thought that she might die, but she, she her character is... I just I don't really understand. Her. I think on one hand she is quite interesting and she she's a she's a nice character. On the other hand, I do sometimes think, what else are you bringing to the table? Maybe yeah. like you say, it could be something to do with that scene. I hope if if that if that's the case, then fair enough. But I'm sticking with dead. All right. She's gone. All right. Uh, Arya Stark. Arya Stark. Uh, alive. There's there's no way. There's, there's no way she's, she's got to have some kind of, uh, some kind of role. And, and I, I think I alluded to this earlier. I think it's going to be a, a good season to be a Stark. I think the Starks can make it out of this one, uh, alive. So I think, uh, I think Arya's sure. alive. Give him, give him one season. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. They've had a, they've had a rough, uh, rough bunch of seasons. I mean, hasn't really been good for him since, uh, you know, before season one. Yeah, I'm with you. Alive, she'll stick around. Learn too much, and uh, and like you say, she's going to go back to Winterfell and help. We hope. Yeah, uh, and, and sort and out maybe, the White Walker nonsense. Maybe she can. Uh, she can summon us another dire wolf too. Maybe, maybe Nymeria's out there somewhere. Oh, is it? All oh, right. I thought you were going to say, is that because then? It could be one that passes when we move on to the next character. Or May- you're not giving that away. Yeah. Maybe it's ghost. possible. Possible. Yeah, Ghost is next on our list. Um, I think Ghost is fine. I think Ghost is going to make it out. I think he's a. He's a good boy. <laughs> he can he can survive. He's a good boy. Well done, Ghost. He survived <laughs> another season. Yeah. Well, he, he took he napped through the entire Battle of the Bastards. Have you seen that meme? Have you seen that meme? It's it's a picture of of. I don't know if it's actually ghost or, or if it's just a dog that looks like ghost and he's asleep. And the caption is ghost during the battle of the bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I have not yet seen that, but I will, I will be looking at that as soon as the show is finished. But I, I think ghost is alive. What about you? Yeah, he makes it. He makes it. I mean, he's made it this far. There's another one. Him and John could be very similar. Uh-huh. Although having said that, John did die. <laughs> and Ghost didn't. But apart from that, they're very similar. Um, yeah, he's, he makes it. Oh. He makes it. There's no reasons that why why wouldn't he? Uh, as you well, say, if this thought, is going to be would, a season for the Starks. Yeah, I would have then... thought Brand's direwolf would have made it too, but <laughs> he uh, he he got eaten by the by the whites last season. So yeah, Oof. you know. All right, next up, next up, we've got. Littlefinger, Peter Baelish, dead or alive, Kieran? There's always that part of me that would like to say alive, but even (laughs) even me, even I, who is a a big fan of Littlefinger, is going to have to say he's going to die. It it just doesn't seem realistic that he sticks around because of what's going to happen this season with the machinations of Winterfell and and his political games works in a setting that's well. It's worked because of the type of climate and environment he's been working in over the last six seasons, which is all about politics and playing your cards right, keeping you close to your chest, playing the Game of Thrones. But a bit like what will be partly Cersei's downfall is that it's not about that anymore. We've moved on from that. It's about the new generation, and it's about dealing with the threat of the White Walkers. And for me, does he play a role in that? No, not at all, because he won't care about that. There is that one thing about him being King of the Ashes, but maybe that's more foreshadow. It's possibly that he could be his ashes in the north. Why does it have to be on the throne down south? It could be that he kicks John out and tries to take his crown as a king in the north, 
And that is what becomes the King of Ashes. There you go. Have that one. <laughs> I guess it's possible. I guess it's possible. No, he's he's dead. It's I I'm uh, to be honest, I'm a no, little bit surprised. That's what I meant. I meant he was going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I I I think he. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised he made it out of last season. To be perfectly honest, um, and I just yeah, he. I think he's on a. Him and him and John are on borrowed time. Yeah, he's on borrowed time, and I think him and John are on a a collision course. And uh, the way things are things are shaken out in the north, it's going to be John versus Littlefinger, and that's not really somewhere where Littlefinger excels. I don't think. I think you know when it comes down to these these one on one confrontations, if um if he can't get anybody to side with him against John, and I don't think Sansa's going to do it. uh, I think that he is he's done i think he's he's played the game so well but he uh he 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 maybe has taken it one gamble too far and you know so what was it qui-gon says when you gamble sometimes sometimes you lose so there you go Littlefinger is the watto of (laughs) the game of thrones (laughs) all right and finally i throw this one in as a little bit of a joke uh the knight's king the leader of the white walker like white walkers um He's alive. He's alive by the end of the season. I mean, as alive as a White Walker can be. Yeah, there you go. You can. That means that you can. You can win either way if you say alive or dead, <laughs> can't you? You can justify it however you interpret it. Yeah. But I'm with you. There's yes. no way because he's the big bad for the last season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he if he died, then that would be that would actually be the biggest shock. I said there's been a lot of big shocks, but that would be because it's sort of like. Well, what does that mean? Where do we go from here? But it, it could be interesting in one sense because it may mean that there'd be a lot of, well, white walkers, wild white walkers. That could be quite scary. But nah, he's he's key. He's he's going to be uh, one of the main reasons they die. I imagine if he dies, I think the rest of them go go with him. Mm-hmm. I so. agree. I agree. All right. So very quickly, we'll go over this all once again. This is where this is where we stand going into the season. Cersei, we agree. Dead. Jamie, I think he lives. You think he dies. Bronn, I think he lives. You think he dies. Tyrion, we agree. He lives. Missandei, I think she lives. You think she dies. Grey Worm, I think he dies. You think she lives. Danny, we agree. Varys, we agree. Uh, alive. Uh, on both. Sansa, we agree. Alive. Uh, Brienne, we agree. Alive. John, we agree. Alive. Ed, we agree. Will die. Tormund, as well. Davos, we think, will live. Melisandre, Thoros, and Beric, we all think, are going to die. The Hound, we think, will live. The Mountain, Kyburn. Uh, Elaria, the Sand Snakes, Lady Olena, and Randall Tarly are all dead in our books. Gilia, I think she lives. You think she dies. We agree on Sam that he'll make it out. Euron, we think, is a dead man. Uh, Yara, Theon, and Bran, we agree, will make it out of this season. Mira, you think she dies. I think she lives. Arya, we agree, will live. Same with Ghost. Littlefinger, we agree, will die. And the Night's King, yeah, he's kind of going to be around next season. So that's where we stand going into the season. One final prediction I'm going to ask you to make here, Kieran. What do you think is the final shot or the final sequence of this season? What's the cliffhanger? What is the thing that will take us into the credits of episode seven and set the stage for season eight, episode one. I mean, for me, it's going to be something huge and it's got to be the wall comes down. That for me would be the best way to end season six. Uh Sorry, season seven, even (laughs) season six. It would have been great, great way to end season six too. (laughs) There, There is, there is the other possibility that it could be something to do with a final shot with Danny and John together because mm-hmm. they seem to quite like having Daenerys sort of at the end of the season. Well, last I think season three and season six stand out as big like Danny moments at the end of the uh, um, at the end of the season. That's a possibility, but I, I'm gonna I'll, I'll go with the wall coming down. Yeah, That's I my view. I agree. I, I agree. I think. We'll probably, you know, we'll have some kind of just before that the sequence before that will be relatively upbeat, relatively happy, you know, ding dong, the witch is dead, meaning Cersei. Um, and, and you know, maybe maybe even Danny sits on the Iron Throne, but or everybody's all together. And it, and it seems like, yes, we are we are ready to face the real threat whenever it comes. And then, yeah, we'll cut to the wall 
We'll see the Night King. See him do some kind of crazy magic thing to make it fall. Or we'll see him enter and it and then it will fall. And then we'll see and we'll cut to Bran with his eyes and we'll realize he's been seeing this as a vision. And then it'll open his eyes. And he'll be sitting there in the, the God's wood at Winterfell in his in his new fancy wheelchair. And then the credits will roll. And then they'll be all season they'll be all all off season they'll be like, Did the wall fall? I don't know. Was it, was it a vision? Was it a vision of the present, of the past, of the future? Um but yeah, I think it's I think we definitely the one of those that that last um big moment is the wall coming down and maybe there's I, I do th- I'd like the idea of, of that it was uh that the way we as the audience see it is um by uh by having Bran have a vision of it. And yeah, so we agree on that. We agree on that. We agree on the wall coming down. We agree down. on something. All right. And I think uh, <laughs> with that agreement, I think we can uh, begin to wrap things up for this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week in some form or another to talk about the season seven premiere. It's finally here. Uh, cannot wait to talk about it all with you. Kieran, thank you, as always, for hosting. Thank you. Well, I mean, I feel myself a more as the co-host. You are the real host, my friend. But I'm just here along for the ride to enjoy talking about Game of Thrones. And I look forward to finding out the results. And we'll have to keep tabs because mm-hmm. each episode this season, there's going to be casualties. I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah. Uh, but whether it'll be our main characters, that's the big question. Yep, that's the question. That is what we hope to find out this season. So don't forget between shows to follow us on social media. You can follow the show at Watcher Westeros on Twitter. You can follow me personally at DominicJ25. And you can follow Kieran at CDuggan6. Um, we'll be, uh, I, like I said, I'll be uh, doing a little bit of traveling. So I'll be at the D23 Expo and then San Diego Comic-Con the week after. So uh, if you want to f- see uh, pictures from that trip, you can follow me on Instagram as well at DominicJ25. 25 and uh yeah we will have an episode don't worry it'll just be a little bit different than how we usually do things uh for that premiere episode uh also be sure to like the show on facebook just search for the watchers of westeros on facebook and like us over there um if you want to hear more from uh from me me uh, you can uh, check out my other podcast. That's the Star Wars Underworld podcast. If you like Star Wars, you should definitely check out that show. You can find it by going to StarWarsUnderworld.com or searching for Star Wars Underworld on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, you can subscribe to this show on iTunes if you uh, if you use iTunes to get your podcast. And let's be honest, that's how most of us do it. So uh, do subscribe to Watchers of Westeros. And uh, if you feel like it, we would greatly appreciate a five-star review or a four-star review less so a three star review not really a two star review and definitely not a one star review but a five star or a four star um but preferably a five star uh so that's on itunes just search for the watchers of westeros uh i also made a guest appearance on the sith list podcast this week talking about star wars and all sorts of other fun things um like this uh screening of jaws that took place in the water where the audience was like sitting on like floaties and watching jaws and that's just such a weird weird way i wonder what the game of thrones equivalent to it would be watching it in the snow maybe i don't know uh anyways so i do check out the sith list it was a lot of fun to just search for the sith list on itunes google play that sort of thing um and that's it so tune in next week for our discussion about the season seven premiere thank you all for listening so long for now It's a wrap.